It's time to check in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living. We take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. The Concierge for Better Living will help informed, intrigued, and interested listeners like you make better choices for yourselves and your loved ones. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents The Concierge for Better Living with your host, Doc Rob. Hello and good day. This is Dr. Rob Streisfeld, Doc Rob, your concierge to better living here at CannabisRadio.com, iHeartRadio, and numerous other platforms out there uh, spreading good information about health, wellness, better living, cannabis, plant medicine, you name it. That's what we're here for, just to connect, to educate, um, to share stories, and to hopefully make today a better place than yesterday and tomorrow a better place than today. Um, You know, it's really interesting being on today. We're having a lot of people obviously experimenting with Zoom and working from home. uh, Now that at the time of this recording, we're still under the COVID pandemic, uh, pretty much stay-at-home order. And um, it's just kind of interesting seeing all these things happening and, and, and where we're at. And there's ways to prevent, you know, I talk about wellness and there's what we could prevent and how we also react. And it's something that we always have to balance this fine line between, you know, being prepared and then or overreacting or not being prepared and, you know, not reacting. So it's something that always something I think of, um, it's, it's a battle. They keep saying raging wars. I'm, I'm excited to have today's guest on. Um, Colonel retired, Dr. Michael Lewis. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, thanks for being on the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Dr. Rob. How are you doing? I'm pretty well. I, I really can't complain compared to so many out there. I, I'm grateful. I'm, I'm, I express that gratitude. I'm, you know, I'm learning now. A lot more classes online, a lot more information going on and sharing while everyone's home, um, less running around. But it's great to be on the show today. Thank you for taking the time uh, and joining us. Uh, when I look at your bio, your background, it's, it's always nice to see so many letters um, following someone's name, which means they spent the time to get educated. But before that, you know, the first thing was a colonel retired and you were, you know, were the military. And I thank you again for your service. I know I'm sure you get that all the time, but we are grateful for all the efforts put out there uh, by our men in, and women in uniform. So thank you for that. That was my pleasure. So what brings you, I mean, I know you have so much background and one of the three letters, which my uncle also shares is MPH. And, uh, you know, that's a master's in public health. And today let's just get right into public health. Um, I know you have a background. I don't want to, you know, go too deep into the different storyboards and things that are happening right now, but what's your take, if you don't mind sharing a little bit, what's going on right now with uh, infectious disease and COVID-19. And I know you have a little background in some of this, so, uh, not just really out of left field. Yeah, well, I did my um, my uh, residency training in general uh, preventive medicine and public health, and uh, did my training at Johns Hopkins University, where I got my MPH, and then Walter Reed Army Institute of Research, where my focus and really the the focus of Walter Reed is infectious diseases. So. Um, uh, back, I finished that up in 2000, um, developed a program at, during my residency that basically looks at a data mining system, looking at all of DOD's data and looking at trends to, that may create a, an alert that 
uh, based on syndromes, uh, uh, you know, because when you go to the emergency room, you don't go with a COVID diagnosis. You go with, you know, a sore throat or a fever or not feeling well. You go with symptoms. Right. So I had the idea of how do we tap into the data to, to learn from that when that's out of uh, out of the ordinary. So it's the Essence program is what it became. And she's by pretty much every state, uh, by every health department across the United States, the CDC and the Department of Defense. Um, my reward for that was... You're, you know, where do you want to go? And I chose to go to Southeast Asia and I basically helped the, I did establish the Department of Defense Global Emerging Infections Program in Southeast Asia uh, through the U.S. Army's research lab there. And was there for a number of years, including time. My so my job was literally to run around Asia looking for partners and looking for new and interesting diseases. Um, and I was there when SARS and bird flu happened. So wow. yeah, I've got a little bit of experience with all this. Wow. So I mean, that's part of how we talked at the beginning. I mentioned being preventative. So going out there and looking at, you know, um, you know what what we can we do in society to prevent these things. But also, you're out there saying let's set up a system, looking at symptoms, and hopefully identify patterns and symptoms in people so that we can kind of catch things early before they get spread out of control. Well, exactly. And when I first brought the system online live, it was actually the 1st of December, 1999, believe it or not. Um, And within two weeks, we had a spike of unexplained fevers and respiratory complaints. And what we were able to do was we figured out that it matched the same pattern uh, that it had in the previous two or three years when influenza hit except it was like eight weeks earlier. And so it matched perfectly that curve. And so, you know, we pick up the phone and started calling around and sure enough, the emergency rooms were getting hit by a lot of flu. Uh, what we figured out was we were able to detect uh, a influenza outbreak or peak. Um, at the time we were able to note, uh, figure it out in two or you know one or two or even three days whereas the CDC it was six to eight weeks before they realized it so we were able to shorten that time frame where it was much more actionable to, to figure out and um, and so it just sort of carried on from there it's been expanded first expanded to the whole Department of Defense it was just for the Washington DC area and then Johns Hopkins Applied Physics Lab uh, was brought in and then eventually the CDC and it's the the basis of the the CDC's uh, national syndromic surveillance program. It's pretty amazing, and even to hear you know twenty years ago, you're having almost a deja vu of all these around November, December, January, all these respiratory effects start to happen. Um, and but we don't know much about this condition. I still, you know, I'm not going to dive into all the different theories and all that. I, we don't know enough. We're still learning. We're still learning more every day. New news are coming out. Um, I just know that my wife. We traveled a lot last year, from like uh, you know through the summer and the whole fall. I was doing trade shows and conferences, speaking all over the place, a lot on the West Coast, a lot in Vegas. And I know Thanksgiving specifically, um, she had no smell or taste whatsoever and was basically out through the end of the year. I mean, like not fully her herself, energized, you know, et cetera. I'm grateful I'm a naturopathic doctor. I had a lot of solutions. I was treating her regularly, but never got too bad. But I mean, imagine that, I'm waiting to get some antibody tests, but this thing's been maybe circulating a lot longer than we thought. Um, 
you know, hard to tell. I, that, I would, that, I would agree. Know. I mean, we, we talk about the idea that it didn't really start to happen until January and then it was okay. Well, we think it probably was more, you know, December and then, you know, some reports of November, I think it's actually earlier. I think it was, you know, potentially October, maybe even earlier when this sort of, and I'll, I'll just go ahead and say it as far as we know, and there's, it's nothing's been proven, but you know, when this escaped out of the lab, I will say in, in Wuhan, China was probably October, maybe even before then. Um, you know, the theory that it came from wet market is not real likely actually. Uh, no, I don't buy that one really. Honestly, they're showing that it was in East in November. Um, but yeah, it's, and we were in Denver, we were traveling so much, so you never know where that whole background started, but you know, it's really interesting. And, and what I like, you know, again, what I wanted to bring up from the beginning was that as much as we're talking about how to identify and track this and so forth, your major, most of your focus, as you mentioned in the beginning is in prevention of disease and nutrition. And that's really where my sweet spot is. And what I love to really work on is if we can promote taking care of yourself in advance. If you can do good things on a regular basis, nutrify the body, you know, all those things, you have a less likelihood, even if you get exposed of having it take a serious turn for the worse, you actually are stronger and better defended. I think that's a a great uh, balance to be considerate of the, the likelihood of being reactive if you get something, but more importantly, preparing yourself before you get exposed by being stronger and healthier. And that's kind of what I like to promote here at Concierge for Better Living. Well, absolutely. And, you know, it's this vicious cycle. We are absolutely stressed out about this virus. I mean, nationally, internationally, um, the amount of angst that this is causing amongst people and being exacerbated by the stay at home orders and not having income and, you know, and so on. There's a lot of stress going on, more so than any time probably in our lifetimes if we've seen this amount of stress. And the sad part of it is it's a negative cycle because stress, you know, uh, affects our uh, fight or flight system, you know, or adrenaline's going at a a chronic level or adrenal glands are, you know, just kind of continuing to pump out cortisol and until they shrivel um, up like raisins. (laughs) And, and it's just, you know, so chronic, we know chronic stress causes chronic inflammation and hurts our immune system. So the, the, the irony of it is the absolute thing that we're stressing out about this COVID virus is causing our immune systems to be decremented and making us more susceptible to the very thing that we're stressing out about. So we've got to come up with ways to, how do we break that cycle? And, you know, the first thing I tell people is turn off the news. I mean, we've got so much information overload. You know, there was a time when we were kids, you got the morning newspaper and maybe you watch the evening news. Um, you know, it's, it's a lot of, you know, the computer analogy of garbage in garbage out. If you're just taking in all this negative news, 24 hours a day, that rewires your brain. We know that. And, um, and it just, and, but more importantly, like I said, it's making you more susceptible to the thing you're stressing out about. So, you know, first thing I always tell people is, Step away, you know, stop looking at social media all the time. Step away, turn off the radio, turn off the the news, turn off whatever you need to, um, you know, stay informed, but not 24 hours a day. 
Yeah, except if it's a real positive, feel-good health show podcast that you can turn into and get some really good information and have some great guests, right? Now, I'm just kidding, but we're going to take a quick break, so don't turn off this show. We're going to take a quick commercial break, come back with Dr. Lewis and with some more information. I want to get into some of this other stuff with brain health that you're really into. I really want to talk about that. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back at this quick break. This is Doc Rob, your concierge to better living here at CannabisRadio.com. The concierge for better living will continue in a moment. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Let me welcome Nick Hexum from 311. We've never heard things like your music when it first came out. It's like to mix the reggae with the punk and all of that together was just such an unusual sound and, and we loved it. We realized we're not going to copy what's on the radio. At the time, it was all grunge at what that was on the radio. And I said, let's just stick to what we know and wait for a culture to come around to us. Hey, it's Nick Hexum from 311, and you're listening to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina on CannabisRadio.com. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living only on cannabisradio.com. And we are back. All right, so if you took a quick jog around the block or did some jumping jacks during the break, that's okay. But I'm glad you came back. We're talking today with uh, retired Colonel Dr. Michael Lewis, talking about health and happiness, talking about some of your past history, which is great uh, in the sense of all this disease uh, treatments. Um, but I, I want to jump to something that you're doing now um, or really focus on is brain health. And I think that's something that I've worked on and, and been part of both on the cannabis forefront, uh, my buddy uh, Marvin Washington and a bunch of group that I've, you know, even six years ago, we were talking about TBI and, and, and brain health and the potential benefits of cannabidiol and CBD, um, and as well as some other damages. My mom had 
uh, you know, brain, a tumor in her head and had um, radiation damage. And it was like a, basically a, a brain shock. And we used cannabinoids to help her with seizures and, and, and other brain function. But the key I wanted to jump into with you, Doc, is there's so much of the brain we still don't know, right? Like that's a big, you know, but what, what, what are you focusing on right now in that brain health area? Well, you know, with the COVID-19 virus going on, I'm um, really focused more on the uh, how to help people handle stress. And, uh, you know, I'm still seeing concussion patients, chronic concussion patients. The, the people that find me are usually people that have been struggling for months, often years uh, after a concussion. Uh, or traumatic brain injury, and they uh, continue to struggle. And, you know, the, the medical system tells them, well, this is your new you, new normal. Uh, there's nothing more we can do. Uh, you're just going to have to accept it. And that's something I never quite accepted. So um, kind of going in two different directions, um, you know, bringing back in my past life of infectious disease work uh, and understanding what's going on with this coronavirus and, um and then also, you know, how's that affecting our mental health, our brain health? So there really is this major overlap when when you're talking brain health and mental health. And, you know, I think that's wonderful. I mean, you're talking from a holistic perspective. You know, I think that you can't just say a narrow focus on one thing right now when stress and society and the world shift. You got to pivot a little bit. Obviously, you know, like I said, the, the brain health is important, but when you had mentioned earlier with inflammation and stress, the correlation between those two, and I think some people don't really understand how significant that is or can be both from internal inflammation with gut health um, and digestive health and how that could impact adrenal function and cortisol levels um, and that triggers inflammatory effects and then blood sugar effects and this whole spiral and how our body is all connected and how, um, you know, one major stressor like this COVID or, or, or just life in general can really have a, that, that effect, that, that, that trigger for, for inflammation under stress. Well, it, it really does. As, you know, and whether you're talking about concussion issues or uh, stressing out about the COVID virus underlying it, and one of the reasons why, um, you know, we hear about CBD as an example of having, you know, well, it can help with so many different things. And, you know, so detractors are going to say, well, you know, one thing can't help with you know, these 15 different, um, you know, medical conditions. Well, it can, if you really start to dig down into and asking why and why and why and really getting down to the basis of it and underlying all of it really, in my opinion, is inflammation. Uh, whether you're talking about the reaction of stress or whether you're talking about the reaction of the brain after it's suffered a blow, Underlying it all is inflammation, and that's one of the reasons why I'm a huge fan of hemp-derived CBD because it, uh, that's one of its major effects is on the amount of inflammation that's going on not just in the brain but throughout the body. For sure. I mean, that's definitely the key here. Uh, hemp-derived CBD has been shown to have a lot of anti-inflammatory benefits, a lot of compounds, a lot of cannabinoids in the plant have anti-inflammatory properties. Um, I'm looking at doing some research right now, comparing some of the, the properties in their raw and more acid state uh, versus those that have been heated or, or, or 
decarboxylated or, or affected in some form from its naturally given state. I think that we see a lot of uh, these benefits from other pro, you know, popular popular herbs like turmeric um, and ginger these days and Brasilia, uh, bromelain, and all these different things that we've been seeing now have been uh, starting to become more and more uh, well accepted across the, 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 the mainstream as a naturopathic doctor. That You just said underlying causes, search as a detective to find out what the triggers and what's causing all these domino effects or cascades. So pretty great, you know, that hemp and CBD in general or cannabis and all the other plants can, can offer this benefit to our inflammation that pretty much everyone suffers from. Absolutely. And, you know, to bring it back to the you know, current times with the COVID virus, you know, a second area that uh, really it's very much related as far as CBD and hemp and cannabis is the idea of um, can it help with the anxiety? And, right. you know, there's certainly some emerging science that it helps with anxiety and there's, um, you know, some some pretty good studies out there for things like public speaking and other forms of anxiety that we can more accurately measure. Uh, and that's where I see the biggest help, not just with my uh, concussion patients who hundred percent of them have issues with anxiety. And, you know, if you've been struggling with issues of concussions for uh, months or years, you're going to have issues with anxiety and probably depression. Yep. Uh, and so, but it, you don't have to have a concussion to feel the effects of stress as we're seeing in today's crazy world. Uh, and that's probably more so than, you know, we hear about CBD for chronic pain and inflammation and sleep issues. But my number one thing that I see it help with my patients has been uh, for anxiety uh, to help calm that voice down in the back of your head. And that's very much related to sleep, of course. You, you can't get to sleep because that voice won't shut down in your back of your head or you wake up at two in the morning and that your your mind is just racing. Um, one of the things I found is CBD helps calm that voice down in the back of your head to allow you to have better focus, to allow you to have um, a more calm presence, peace of mind and get, you know, get back to functioning. Yeah, it's quite amazing this cascade. Like I said, the, you know, and I agree with you a lot that anxiety is a major benefit. And we've talked about this uh, on previous shows. We talked about CBD being somewhat more like the break, having neuroprotection. It's kind of slowing down the nervous system a little bit. THC and, and those compounds being more stimulating or more of the gas pedal. Um, receptor sites being, you know, CBD really reacts to those receptor sites in the digestive tract and the, the gut, and that has this kind of concert or symphony di dialogue with the, the good bacteria, hopefully, hopefully probiotics and beneficial bacteria, reducing inflammation in the digestive system, putting less stress on the adrenal glands to produce less cortisol. It's this whole big thing. And and yet delivery system, I just want to make a mention, I've talked about this with, with people that use cannabis in general, is smoking... Uh, whether it be the THC they're looking for, even CBD. Now, hemp joints are becoming more popular, but smoking could cause inflammation in the mucosal lining, in the throat, in the, in the, in the lungs, causing an inflammatory response in the body. So sometimes you, people have to also look at the delivery system. A lot of times the CBD is in uh, tinctures or capsules or edibles, and they seem to have that. They don't really come from a smoking um, delivery system, which obviously helps with that inflammation. 
I I agree. I'm I'm a fan of soft gels. Um, you know, people generally, you know, given the choice between taking a tiny little soft gel or dealing with oils and tinctures and droppers and such. Yep. Um, you know, I, I'm just plus I also know how much my patients are getting. You know, right? Um, you know, fifteen. Dosage. You know, but to, you know, I I like a, a, a concentrate that is fifteen milligrams of CBD and forty five milligrams of hemp oil. And I know that's exactly what they're getting. I mean, it's been measured and the quality control is there and, and it's a great product. Um, but then you adjust from there. And, you know, one of the questions always comes up about, well, what's the dose? You know, everybody's dose is different. And so you got to start somewhere. So I generally start people on one soft gel twice a day and adjust up or down or more frequent or, you know, higher doses, uh, you know, it's a very individualized thing. And so people actually, you have to educate your patients to be able to understand this process and how things are going along. I, I, I totally agree. And I think that that's something that we've talked about having the capsules or something that people are familiar with is great. Plus it's a controlled, usually standard dose. I've used that with the tinctures. Uh, sometimes I'm a big fan of, you know, really, really low dosing and seeing how the impact is, you know, for a little bit and then titrating upwards. Um, there's a lot of great opportunities there in, in formulation right now, uh, both with carrier oils and companion ingredients. So I, I'm really nice to hear that that's part of the protocol. I've wanted to do some research regarding this more on the preventative side, uh, which maybe we could talk about again, you know, at some point down the road. You know, it sounds like you've really been using this effectively with your patients and um, especially with the anxiety and, and inflammation and stress control. It's, it's super important. So, very- Well, and it really, you know, I, I use it as a synergistic um, method, I guess, if you want to put it that way, with uh, with omega-3s and fish oil and so you know people ask okay well what do you do i you know as far as concussion patients or even you know mental health issues is the first thing i work on is their omega-3 status their omega-3 levels and i i generally developed something years ago something called the the omega protocol and i look at uh, pretty much everybody, if you're not taking omega-3 supplementation, you're deficient in omega-3s. I can guarantee it. I've done enough blood tests. I don't even bother to test people anymore. I know you're deficient. So I'm going to go with a, you know, I go with a loading dose, which is generally three to six times higher than what most people would ever think about taking. Um, Actually, maybe probably nine times higher because I start with people with nine grams a day. And then I, I, I bring them down. I use that as a loading dose. And then I, you know, I, I decrease that to a, a more reasonable, more, you know, cost effective. Uh, Cause that will cost, you know, it, it does cost money. It's always um, a factor. Yeah, for sure. And then you add in, you know, either right away, which I've really started to do. Uh, I don't even really delay, but you start adding in uh, hemp derived CBD oil and the synergy between the two is just um, phenomenal well, and it, can be explained biochemically. I mean, there's great biochemistry that's um, when you really dig down into the weeds and you get to understand it, that there's great synergy. 
I, I love it. I think, again, I love hearing this talk about Dr. Rachel Gow is a friend of mine. She's done some research in omega-3s and NIH and brain health. And it's just a really good companion to these benefits. It's why these cannabinoids love these healthy fats. So uh, I love that synergistic uh, conversation. We're going to take one more break, come back with Dr. Lewis, have some wrap-up questions. I know we can talk a lot longer. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back at this quick break. This is Doc Rob, your host here at Concierge for Better Living on CannabisRadio.com. The Concierge for Better Living will continue in a moment. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put different celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Himping, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. My guests say Razzie Berry. We're talking about nature, naturopathic medicine, as well as the concept of prevention and preventing disease. Empower people to live a naturopathic lifestyle. Get to know your body, understand its rhythms, remove toxins, and use natural alternatives whenever possible. 90 to 95% of cancers are due to environment and lifestyle risk factors. That's a huge number. That means that cancer is preventable. The Concierge for Better Living with Doc Rob. Only on CannabisRadio.com. The National Cannabis Industry Association presents the 2020 Cannabis Caucus Event Series from March 10th through March 26th. Don't miss this exclusive opportunity for NCIA members to network learn about regional issues from influential guest speakers and get the latest news about NCIA's federal policy work and emerging topics. Look for this year's only tour of Cannabis Caucus events coming to Portland, Denver, St. Louis, Detroit, Chicago, Newark, Sacramento, and Los Angeles this March. Stay connected, get informed, and take action to protect our industry and your business. Register now for your complimentary tickets at thecannabisindustry.org slash events. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living only on CannabisRadio.com. And we are back. Our last segment today. Uh, Thanks, Dr. Lewis, for joining us today and uh, sharing this insight. I really love we were talking about, you know, balancing uh, with omega-3s. I've been looking at SDA uh, and its anti-inflammatory properties of late and some of those benefits. People ask me about different carrier oils uh, and different companion oils with my, um, you know, cannabis or CBD products. And and one of the things that uh, people are getting me, do you have any people that, when you're talking about the omega-3s and the fish oils, balk because of this growing trend for plant-based nutrition and, uh, you know, vegan, you know, patients or, you know, those that prefer not to have the fish oil. Are you getting any of that in your practice? I'm just curious. Well, a little bit. You know, there there are great algae-based uh, products out there uh, that do a, a similar job, I right. think, that 
Uh, so if somebody is, is really not wanting to take a fish oil or a fish-based oil, uh, there's algae sources that are excellent. And and the, one of the problems with vegans and vegetarians, they have some of the worst omega-3 levels ever measured. Uh, they tend tend to be really terribly deficient. And I've had, a num- I've had a couple of experiences where, uh, and particularly in females, um, you know, 35, 40-year-old females who are very strict vegetarians or vegans, I, I forget which one's more strict, yeah, <laughs> honestly, yeah. um, that when you when I put them on a algae-based omega-3 oil, it was like, wow. I didn't know I was supposed to think this clear and be this calm. And uh, so sometimes you don't know what you don't know. I'm always, I mean, I've been a trained plant-based chef for almost 20 years and worked with vegan and vegetarian patients and clients for years. And I've always said it's, it's the one thing to to do it for a a belief. The other thing is to detriment your health. And some people need certain nutrients and different, everyone's bodies are built differently. I'm very much onto the personalized medicine. Um, We have a great group out of uh, actually your area of Maryland. Uh, IQU Health has a great program that's getting more and more usage uh, for personalizing medicine and helping with biochemistry. So I love the science facet of it, um, but you're right. Sometimes you got to kind of work with the patient in front of you and, and do what you can. Um, give us a, before we wrap up, we got a few more minutes. Anywhere they can, people are listening can learn more about you or anything, you, other pearls of wisdom you want to share with our audience today before we have to wrap up, Doc? Well, I'll hit all of that really quick. Uh, so when I retired from the military, I started a small nonprofit uh, focused on the on the brain health aspect of things. And uh, so the website for that is brainhealtheducation.org. That's brainhealtheducation.org. And, uh, you know, I've started to move a little bit more into the YouTube world, Um with uh, one of my uh, one of the companies that I work for um, uh, as a medical advisor, and on YouTube you can look up CV Sciences TV. It's C as in Charlie, V as in Victor. Uh, CV Sciences TV on YouTube, and we're putting lots of content up there, not just about CBD, but also about how to deal with the stress of uh, the COVID situation. Um, throw out two more things really quick. Uh, one is uh, I put a lot of this, especially emphasis on omega-3s, into a book uh, that I published uh, about two years ago that you can find on Amazon. So um, while you're sitting around uh, locked in your house and on this, this crazy lockdown stuff, um, go on to Amazon and order the book When Brains Collide. Uh, like it's available it. on Amazon when brains collide. It's about concussions and how I use omega threes and introduce the concept of CBD at the end of that. So when brains collide and last really big bit of advice, you know, we go back to World War Two and uh, and with the British saying and posters of keep calm and carry on, um, which I, I kind of co opted a little bit and say keep calm and take CBD. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah, Stuart Tompkins, one of my buddies for many, many years. I've I've known CB Science since the beginning. Uh, some really great products. A lot of great information. I mean, Rich, Stuart's been an omega three omega guy from back in his day at Nordic Naturals, another great omega company. And um, so, yeah, it's wonderful information. Thank you for coming on today, Doc, and for sharing. Uh, everyone, check out his websites and, of course, nonprofit and the book. And uh, we'll definitely keep in touch. A lot more to talk about uh, as this. Uh, 
pandemic continues and as we learn more about the benefits of cannabinoids, I want to thank everyone at Canvas Radio. Thank you, Doc, for coming on today and taking the time. Uh, thank you to everyone at the, you know, producing the show. Thank you all you listeners out there for always tuning in. Stay healthy. Stay calm. Uh, use your cannabis wisely. Take your herbs responsibly. And I wish everyone all the best in health and happiness. Take care and be well. expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.